and welcome again to the Wonderland, everybody. I'm Jeff Healy. That's Jeff with a G, as in G-E-O-F-F, for anyone who cares. As my parents clearly did, or didn't, when they decided to give me a name that almost nobody in mainland Europe can spell. And if somebody sees the name over here, they usually can't pronounce it either. Thanks, Mum and Dad. Now, I know I've talked about the spelling of my first name on an early episode of the show, but I now want to publicly challenge my original theory on the reasons for it, which was that it was punishment in advance for all the awful things I would do later in life, including this podcast, probably. But actually, I've got a few other theories about why they did it, but my latest is that, quite seriously, my parents would never, ever have imagined that I would leave Australia, in which case it wouldn't have been a problem. What they didn't count on was that a lot of Australians can't spell either. So, there you go. I'm screwed either way. And so, you might ask, why didn't you change it to J-E-F-F? Well for two very good reasons. One, I like to make things difficult for people. And two, I like to make things difficult for myself. Obviously. But I digress. For those of you who are new to the Wonderland, this is a show which every two weeks takes a ride through the crazy contemplative canyons and caverns of my mind and reveals how I may or may not see the world around me. And I think there's a pretty good chance that every now and then I will suggest something that you've thought as well. Which should be really reassuring, because at that point you'll realise that you're not the only one out of your tiny mind. It's also a show made up of segments, as in regular segments or episodes of different kinds, just to keep you all interested. And we're now going to kick off with the first of these, and it's a funky little thing called... Theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm gonna tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time. We're gonna start with a question. And that question is cash or credit? It's probably one of the most pertinent questions of our time because right at this moment, there are quite a few countries who are trying really rather hard to bring an end to the existence of cash and who are every so often routinely suffering sudden online payment service outages, leaving a lot of people high and dry in places like supermarkets and stores who suddenly aren't able to accept cards because the payment network is down. And increasingly, people aren't carrying cash with them. Of course, it's not a massive deal just yet because cash is still out there. But for how much longer? So let's examine this. Now clearly, there are some good reasons that governments are pushing for it. The main one would be that it makes it easier for them to track where money is coming from and going to in order to prevent stuff like tax evasion and money laundering, which is, I suppose, fair enough. But the downside is that it would lead to a lot more financial control, which we humans are not really very happy with as a rule, and it does point towards that dreaded Orwellian Big Brother scenario, potentially, at least. And then the old security versus freedom thing pops up. 
and it all just boils down to a matter of opinion as to whether it's a good idea or not. Since the 1970s, we've been a society which has been comfortable with cash and credit, at least until the last 20 years or so. And the pro-non-cash lobby will tell you that it's a different world and we need to adjust our systems accordingly. Now, there's absolutely no question that things like PayPal and Apple Pay, etc., etc., are extremely convenient. But in the last few weeks, I've been in several countries and in more than a few situations where the card payment or Apple Pay systems have failed, where I've had no cash on me and I've been completely powerless in wanting to buy the things that I needed. Now, we all know what hacking is, don't we? The Russians are particularly good at it, as are the Chinese, and they're not the only ones. And it's interesting to consider that if we lived in a world where cash truly was king, None of that would matter. Of course, nobody can seriously advocate a return to a cash-only world because suddenly our beloved online shopping would go right out the window, along with a hell of a lot of other services that we use every day. And so my theory is this. If we allow our governments to get rid of cash completely and introduce a complete reliance on online payment systems we are shooting ourselves squarely in the foot. Because at that point, we lose a lot more than the financial freedom to make a few extra bucks with a neighborhood garage sale or score some tips if we happen to work in the hospitality biz. We also put ourselves at the mercy of hackers who are getting smarter and smarter on top of system failures, which are inevitable. In short, we're gonna make ourselves incredibly vulnerable. So I suppose what I'm hoping, optimist that I am, is that the countries like Finland and Sweden and Australia and Norway and China and the UK and South Korea, or whoever else is seriously aiming for a no-cash world, will realise before it's too late that getting rid of absolutely all of the notes and coins anytime soon is uh, an absolutely horrible idea at least until such time as these online systems are 100% secure and reliable. And from what I can see, they're not even close to that yet. And so, for the foreseeable future, the answer to the question, cash or credit, has to be cash and credit. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for this week's rather more serious than usual episode of Theory Time. But there's nothing serious about music, except perhaps for its seriously powerful potential to give us pleasure. And with that in mind, we now find ourselves at the door of Song of the Day. Now today's entry comes from The Mergers, one of my favourite German bands, and it's a song called Loved By You. Take a listen.
and that was loved by you from the mergers and you can check out all of their albums and singles on spotify and i think most of the other music streaming platforms so now it is my solemn duty ladies and gents to beckon you towards the slightly open door of our next segment and all i can say is that i hope that you're ready for some good times with big jeff and little jeff jeff be there Jeff. Yes, I'm here, Kevin. Yes, yes, yes. I am here. I am actually here. Okay, good. Thank God. Yes. Should should we thank God? Just a minute. Thanks God for that. Because because I was worried, a little bit worried. Kevin screwed up. Sorry, God. Sorry, but but Kevin screwed up, so thanks for fixing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you move in mysterious ways. Okay, we're back. Exactly. But it could have been, it could have been just like something in the works, you know, like computers are not, Uh, you know, reliable. It could be that you just weren't there or that you're being sucked into the into the computer, Jeff, in a, in a very inconvenient way. Whatever that means. Well, no, in, well, no, Kevin, I don't accept that. I would like to be sucked into your computer in a very convenient way. Then it would not bother me. In a convenient way. Suddenly I'd find myself kind of up against all of this internal hardware in a, in a bloody laptop, mind you, folks, not very comfortable. Yeah. But I'd do it for Kevin because he's yeah. my friend. And then suddenly I'm like, what's this thing, you know, hitting my ear? Oh, it's his RAM module. But Kevin, that's not very good. Why did you put me in here? Etc. Yeah, right. well, listen, Jeff, that's what friends are for, man. You know, I, I'm really trying to help you out here, you know. Yeah. Getting with the times and, you know. Yeah, well, you are. Getting with the good times, you know. Uh, yeah, the good times. And, folks, this is good times. In case you didn't know, you are here at good times. Kevin, yes. I've got a question. What is that, Jeff? You will remember, we're going back in the mists of time. Hmm. Back a little bit, quite a few years now to a time... A little bit damp. Yes, to a time when uh, the uh, standing presidential candidate in the United States was a gentleman by the name of Al Gore. Do you remember Al oh Gore? Oh, my God, that's in the year 2000, isn't it? That's a long time okay. ago. Yes, indeed. Indeed, indeed. Now, here's what I wanted to explain to you, Kevin. Okay. What a lot of people don't know is that Al Gore and his wife, whose name I believe is Tipper Gore, am I correct? Tip, Tipper Gore? Tipper Gover. Tipper Gore. Tipper Gover. Tipper Gover. Tipper Gover. Was she, was she a Gower? Gover? Kevin. No, she, no, Gore. 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 No, Gore. Go, no, she might have been a goer, but go, no, go, go on. No, no. Go on. Go, Kevin, go, go on. Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore. Go on. Go. I don't know. <laughs> I've got no idea. Look, her name was Tipper Gore. Was she a goer? She could have been a goer. I don't know. Ask Al Gore because he was her husband. Anyway, my point was what a lot of people didn't know was that they were quite the item on the dance floor. Did you know this? Were they? No, I did not, Jeff. But yeah. Yes, and people would look at them at presidential dinners and whatnot, and they'd look at them and they would make the comment, I really wish I had that algorithm. Oh, that's really... Now, there is a common word. This is really... There is a word. That is really, really bad. Oh, my God, that's really... You're wondering where the word algorithm came from. Well... Algorithm. That's where it came from. Algorithm. That's where that comes from. I never knew that. No, somebody in Silicon Valley was sitting up late one night <laughs> watching. That's the thing I've ever heard. Watching. No, Kevin, listen to me. Watching television. They were watching Algorithm. one. Yes. And they were a, a Democratic voter or not. Hmm. And they decided they that Dem- the word. Al- you sound like English. They were a well, Democratic voter. But, 
well, I don't know, demographic. De- dem- I don't think the algorithm went wrong there, Jeff. What, what, what with the demographics, you mean? Was it a dem- just, just with the sentence? Oh, I see, with a, with, with a sentence. All right. It could have done. But in any case, you had algorithm mentioned by a commentator. This guy in Silicon Valley, sitting there on the late shift, heard this and went, we need a word for this thing. And he thought, hang on a minute. Algorithm. 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 So the word was born. Folks, I tell you not a word of a lie. Algorithm was born out of that one night of fun and frolicking in Washington. Okay, Kevin? So you're telling me that there was there was a developer, some sort of like... Yes, I am. This know, is what I'm telling computer you. Computer developer or whatever. This is... He was at the event where he saw... No, he was... He was dancing away. No, I mean, no, no. He was doing a security shift in one of the... And I'm not going to name the computer company in Silicon Valley. He was on the night shift and they happened to have the presidential dance, dinner dance, whatever it was, on TV in the corner. He was almost asleep and he woke up and there was there was a, a, like a ruckus on the television and he woke up and he looked at the screen and there's the Democratic yes. candidate and Tipper Gore on the dance floor yeah. whooping it up. Man. And somebody said, check out that Al Gore rhythm. And and this guy in Silicon Valley went, oh, my God, that's the word we're looking for. Algorithm, 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 algorithm. And, that, folks, that is where the word comes from. And you've heard it first here on Good Times. Oh, my God. So, Kevin, you've also heard it first here on Good Times. I wish I hadn't heard it. Yeah, but you've kind of heard it on a need-to-know basis only, Kev. Okay. Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And I'll be back with Little Kev for another edition of Good Times on our next show. So don't say you weren't warned. We all know that life is a mixed bag, full of challenges, learning experiences, fun stuff, shitty stuff, things we have to do and things we have no control over. Which is also kind of what makes it interesting and therefore worth sticking with, for most of us at least. Human nature being what it is, though, many of us can't help occasionally contemplating what it would be like if we made a concerted effort just to go after the good bits. And it's with that in mind that we now suit up and descend once more into the uncharted depths of Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome to Thought of the Day. Hedonism. There are officially four types of hedonism, and we're not going to overanalyze it because the whole area is really rather complex. But taken at its most commonly understood definition, hedonism is generally thought of as a dirty word because it means pursuing pleasure to the exclusion of all else. But like other dirty words that I can think of, hedonism is getting a bad rap, and it absolutely should have a place in everybody's life. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about full-blown hedonism, where the rest of the world can permanently go to hell as long as you're happy. But it occurred to me today that children live every moment for the pleasure of that moment. And so why can't the rest of us occasionally take a leaf out of that book, so to speak? No good reason, if you ask me. Other than people might look at you and think you're a bit of a weirdo because you're 43 years old and on the swings in the playground. Or more realistically, just allowing yourself to do something you enjoy entirely for the sake of just doing it. So I guess what I'm suggesting here is occasional selective hedonism, where you regularly do things 
just for the sake of doing them and not because they contain any value other than how they make you feel at the time. Because let's be honest, growing up is a bitch. Responsibility sucks and spending the vast majority of our time being serious seems like the ultimate waste of time to me. And so I would like to advocate more of a hedonistic attitude toward life. When we make a conscious point of giving our own pleasure high priority, not to the exclusion of everybody and everything around us, but with the understanding that the happier you are, the happier you're going to be capable of making everyone around you. And I would call that another Wonderland win. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And that's it for today's short and snappy edition of Thought of the Day, as our show for another fortnight draws to a close. Thanks very much for being here with us, everybody. And thanks to little Kev for sitting still long enough for us to complete our good time segment. And apparently he's now out in the car park working on his dance moves, hoping that somebody will name a word after him. He is an enthusiast. Mm. Anyway, take care, folks. And I hope to be talking at you again real soon on the next life-changing episode of The Wonderland.